Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. How are y'all doing? I hope you guys are having an absolutely amazing, 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 amazing Thursday. It's Thursday evening. Savannah, how are you feeling, my friend? I'm feeling pretty darn awesome. Joseph, how are you doing tonight? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So uh, for, for those of y'all that, that have been waiting for this live stream, I actually got a few messages from people that were like, yo, where's the live stream? Like, where to go? <laughs> y'all guys, we did not forget. So th this live stream was supposed to start at 9 p.m. And we had every intention of starting it then. But uh, we actually had a pretty cool uh, meeting with the coaches for the accepted system. And so uh, that, that just kind of went a little longer than planned, but but the honest truth is, I'm excited for tonight. I'm excited for uh, Savannah being able to share her story, and she's going to be starting PT school real soon. And so she's going to be sharing her story um, as a pre-PT with really like just feeling alone as a pre-PT, and um, and a few other details that she's going to share um, and how she handled it. And this is the first episode of the pre-PT inspires series, and what we're going to be doing is Savannah and Lots of other pre-PTs are going to be coming in here live to just tell you their stories and how they got to the other side. Because for most people that are watching this either live or on replay or students that are watching this, well, this is going to be a podcast episode. So if you're listening to this on your podcast, it's so important to see other students that have been in the exact same shoes that you have been in or the exact same shoes you might be in. Like when you feel isolated, when you feel like everything is kind of like piling up on top of you, it's very easy to think, you know what, like, I don't like, like I'm starting to have doubts. It's either doubts or overwhelm. And you just feel like, man, like I, I wonder if somebody else out there feels like me. I wonder if somebody else out there is going through what I'm going through. Just keep commenting, hashtag, well, you know, let's, let's comment your name and we'll, we'll, we'll shout you out. Uh, but, but great to have every single one of you here. Uh, Savannah, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So. So All right, let's do it. What I would love for you to do is, before we go into the heart of your story, tell us a little bit about why, why you even got into the career like that is PT. Like, why did you choose physical therapy to begin with? Yeah, so I had a desire that I wanted to serve people at a really high capacity. So I'm the type of person who's very driven and wants to work their way up in a workplace. And Initially, I just wasn't happy in the jobs I was doing because I realized there was just a ceiling you would continually hit if you wanted to continue to move on. And I see myself as someone who wants to serve as many people as I can 
And of course, to serve people well in the physical therapy field, I mean, the medical field in general, you just have such a greater capacity to do that. And so that's what started my initial journey of looking into what options were out there. And I took a really rather analytical approach to choosing physical therapy because I had specific things I was looking for in a career. I wanted that flexibility, that time freedom to have my family while also serving at a high capacity. But I also wanted an active lifestyle. I wanted so many different things and I never wanted to end up being stuck. Like what I saw with a lot of other medical professions is that you went to school, you finished your career choice. And then that's what you did for the next 50 plus years Mm. with PT. Like there are so many specialties and say you've been a general practitioner for let's say 15 years or so. And you decide maybe I'm a little more interested in women's health or maybe working with acute care. You have the option to change and it doesn't require you to go to another four years of medical school. So For me, those boxes were huge in what I wanted in a career. And then that was kind of what started the decision. But the more I've learned about PT, shadowing, getting in those observation hours, I've fallen deeper and deeper in love with it. And now I've been introduced into the non-clinical side. And man, I mean, there's no other reason to choose anything else but PT for me. Man, I love it. As is telling you, it's just just reflecting sometimes. And I think it's important, Savannah, because what happens is when things get hard and we're about to dive into yeah. that part, when things <laughs> get hard, we start thinking, oh my goodness, um, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this, right? And, yep. and many times we actually forget the very thing that like ignited the fire. That ignited, like I can almost guarantee you that the majority of people that are listening to this right now, like unless you're still deciding, if you've chosen, there was something that did it for you, whether it was more strategic, whether it was, like more emotional or an experience, like sometimes it's just good to remember that experience and feeling because if we don't, then we end up getting clouded by the struggle. And then all of a sudden we start thinking, well, I don't know how I ended up here. I should, I guess I chose the wrong <laughs> profession, right? If we don't, yeah. if we don't remember. No, you definitely hit it on the head, Joseph. That self-doubt, if you don't have a strong why and reason, when we start hitting those struggles and those obstacles, that self-doubt creeps its way in there. And then you start wondering if you've chosen the right thing. And that's so dangerous. So if you guys can start defining that why now, that's huge. That's huge. You got it. You got it. 100%. So Savannah, talk to us. So what, what was your, now that you've chosen PT, right? Because a lot of pre-PTs are watching this mainly because they're either struggling or they're afraid of the struggle that's coming or, you know, any one of the two combined, right? So for you as a pre-PT, like what was your biggest struggle or fear on your journey to acceptance? Yeah, I mean, I was a whole host of emotions in my pre-PT journey. I struggle with so much anxiety of just the fear of rejection. That's huge. And I think all of us face that to some degree. I didn't know if I could even succeed if I did get accepted to a school. So that was a lot of self-doubt for me. But really what I struggled with the most once I had made that decision that PT is what I wanted to pursue. You know, our friends, our family, like they love us, they support us, but they really don't understand what we're going through with this whole process and journey. And so I felt so alone and isolated in my walk that that self-doubt and anxiety started to take control 
which was so unhealthy. And just, I was constantly wondering if I'd made the right choice. So for me, my biggest struggle was that being alone, being very isolated and trying to figure this all out on my own. Like there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts. If you guys have applied before, you know that. So for me, I had so much confusion and just feeling lost and having all those negative emotions and feelings. And I was definitely not in a great place. So yeah, it was a big struggle, (laughs) big struggle. How many of y'all watching right now, like, can relate with that or um, maybe you're currently feeling that and uh, would you mind touching up on that point of family not necessarily understanding what you're going oh yeah totally I mean I am very fortunate I have two parents who love me to death support me in anything I choose to do which I think is a huge blessing that a lot of people don't have and I recognize that yeah but even despite having that kind of support in my life and my husband being the same way they aren't going through this too. They hear us, they, you can talk to them, but because they haven't gone through it and aren't going through it, they aren't going to relate to you in the same way as peers who are either going through it now, or maybe it's the PT you shadowed who's mentoring you and giving you advice that way. Like those people can speak so much more wisdom into your life and help you through this process then your friends or family really can just because they haven't been there. They don't understand it. They're not going to really necessarily be able to either. I mean, that's just something you kind of got to accept. So it's hard. It really is. It's hard. It's hard it to is. accept that fact. It's hard, but, but, but I think it's also freeing too. The reason why it's freeing yes, is because I, I, agree. I, I think sometimes it leads to a lot of like, uh, not just doubt. I think a lot of times we've, we've grown up trusting the people closest to us. Um, like, like you love your parents, right? I love I my parents. <laughs> um, I'm sure people watching this and here like love their family members. And if you don't, I'm um, sorry, just learn a lot. Um, <laughs> but but, but, but for, for, for the people that do care about you, it's because they care about you, right? And so they're gonna tell yeah. you what they believe is best. And I think sometimes we get angry at them. We're like, man, like they just don't get, well, the honest truth is like, they, they, they don't understand it. Savannah, you hit it right on the money. They don't understand it. But it, it's also the reason why they're probably not the best people to go to when everything is, yeah. is becoming overwhelming because they're not understanding. And, and it, to be honest with you, for a lot of family members, the easiest solution is, you know what? Just do something else. Whatever, 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 like whatever solves your frustration or pain the fastest is what they value because they value your happiness. They value you being great and and, and living your best life with like, just like, like in Alaska, which, you know, is changing a little bit, but, (laughs) but just you living the life that they feel is the best for you. And that's what makes it hard. So if, if you guys are watching this, like, I hope what Savannah told y'all gives you like a little permission to be okay with the fact that your parents and family members just will not understand. And that's fine. It doesn't mean they're, they're angry at you. It doesn't mean they're trying to deceive you. It just means that they just might not be the guidance you're looking for if you want your goal that they don't understand, which is getting into PT school. Does that sound right on the money? Yeah, I think that sounds great. I mean, the big thing to summarize that is just your parents want the best version of you because they desire your happiness. They want you to succeed in life. And if they necessarily don't see your best self while you're in this anxious, nervous state to get into PT school, then that's probably why they're considering 
giving you different advice to maybe choose a different career. And you just got to realize that it's coming from your best interests at heart, <laughs> not necessarily that they don't actually think you're capable. You got it. You want to got it. So, so you ended up looking for a different solution. What, what was that solution? You figured it out pretty quickly. You're like, okay, like I have to start looking for options elsewhere. So you oh, started yeah. looking for more non-traditional approaches. Talk to us about that. Like, what did you end up doing? Because people listening right now are like, okay, Savannah, one, she's they're either watching this because they think you're amazing or they're just interested in hearing your story or they're in a spot where they're just trying to hear from someone that's recently been accepted. And they're like, like, just help me navigate what I'm going through right now. So, so what did you end up like? What, when did you start looking for other solutions? And what, what was that process like for you? Yeah. So like I said, I was basically a nervous wreck and <laughs> was struggling with all those emotions all the time swirling around in my head. And so I started wondering, is there a community that I can plug into? And initially I started with just trying to talk to the PTs I was shadowing. But what I really quickly realized is that there's only so much time in your shadowing hours to be able to focus on mentorship and communication like that. And it wasn't what I was looking for. It was great, but I wanted people that I could actually go to and ask questions. And even beyond just the community aspect, I wanted a blueprint to this application process because honestly, there's so many moving pieces and parts. I felt so lost in it that I wanted someone that I could go to with my questions so I could talk face to face with and not just feel like I'm messaging PTCast constantly with all of my questions and waiting for hours or days to hear back. So for me, initially I tried talking to the people that I was surrounding myself with. And when I reached that barrier of basically maxing out what I could get from them, I started looking online. And initially I stumbled upon pre-PT grind through an APTA podcast, which I know, I know. <laughs> wait, 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 we did an APTA podcast? Yeah, you definitely did. Was I on it? <laughs> <laughs> I believe so, <laughs> but it was a long time ago. Um, but you guys did a guest interview and I don't know if APTA shared it. I'm not sure how that all worked out, oh. but you guys were on it and they were talking about what you guys were doing with influencing pre-PT students. And so I got all curious and I was like, well, who are these people? Like, what is this all about? And so I found the group on Facebook that we're in right now. Yeah. Oh. And, that, and I started reading and watching and just, I was definitely kind of a stalker of sorts. <laughs> I was following it and just listening to Joseph and Casey talk. And I was realizing like, these guys can answer the questions that I'm coming up with. But even more than that, like when I have reached out to the people in this group, I've been received as if I've already belonged here and been here for a long time. And so I started finding the community that I'd been searching for. And that was huge for me. I started feeling less lost, but I still didn't have the, I guess, family, you could call it really, that I was wanting that could be there for the entire journey with me and not just drop off the face of the earth when I got accepted. Because mm. honestly, that's kind of what happens with the pre-doc page. <laughs> we answer our questions, we get accepted. Hey, I'm just preaching truth right now. <laughs> get <But> some water. <laughs> <laughs> we, we come into this page looking to be served because we have questions. Wow. And once we get accepted, I think frequently that mission's been completed and we move on to the next focus in life. 
And I wanted more than that. I wanted people that were going to be there for this season, but then also there for next season. And that can continue to push me and cause me to grow and teach me things about this profession that I had no idea that existed. <laughs> Man. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but that's what I saw. And it's actually true. Like, so inside of the pre-doc page, like it's a beautiful resource, like, especially if you're, yes, it is. you're especially like about <laughs> to apply, you ask questions and, but, but you're right. Like it, it's all about what you want. You wanted something more, but you also talked about a blueprint. Oh yeah. You were looking, you guys want to hear about it? Like before we even get to that, like why, okay. like, 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 so, 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 so what you're telling me is that like, even though you felt like, like, because what was your GPA before? I have a 4.0 GPA. Okay. So you had a great, so why, like, why would you even look for a blueprint if you have, because y'all we're bringing in different students. I'm, I'm, we're bringing everybody like from high GPA to low GPA, you're going to see yourself somewhere, but for you having a high GPA, like, like, why was that so important to you? If, 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 if according to what most pre-PTs would see is like, oh, she's good. Like, like, why was that so key for you? Well, first, before I even answer that question, and I may ask you to repeat it, I want to break down a major stigma. Oh, tell them. All right, you're hey, ready. <laughs> Savannah, I need you to just serve the people today. Just serve Okay, them. I'm here for it. Even though I have a 4.0 GPA, mm-hmm. that does not mean I'm immune to the struggles that everyone else goes through. That does not mean I have a guaranteed acceptance. And that's the thing that I've faced is that because that number follows my name around, people assume I'm going to be fun. I'm going to get in and it's easy breezy and easy peasy. And that is not true. As if you don't understand what they're going through. Right. Exactly. Because you anxiety. Yeah. And you guys heard my nervous wreck story. Like that was very true. I was breaking down and my husband can attest. He had several crying sessions he had to pull me out of. And a lot of that has to do with my own insecurities and self-doubt that were involved in that. But I do want to just take a moment because there's some other Savannah out there that's like me who has everything else on the paper going for them. And they don't even feel like they can talk about it because they either feel guilty, wow. people are gonna call them out. Like those kinds of things are very, very real. And I think a lot of people don't realize it. Like yeah. I'm human too. I go through a lot of those same anxiety struggles you guys do. That's why I asked. Because, because before we even dive into talking about the, the, the program you were in and all that stuff, like, like yeah. I think anxiety is, is something, like we don't realize how people experience it. Like, I, I, like I've talked about it many times. Like, I think sometimes people don't even think Casey and I get it. Like we get it, I get it a lot. Like I, I still struggle with it, right? And, and yeah. what happens is like, we end up assuming that if we're feeling it, then all of a sudden that means that like, we're like ill-equipped. Like we're not even yeah. gonna stand a shot. Not realizing mm-hmm. that other people that we're seeing and we're like, oh, on paper, they look good. And the honest truth is having a high GPA does not mean you're getting accepted. It no, really doesn't. it does not. Like at all, like, uh, oh, I, I just, I'm glad you. That's don't. a whole nother, that's a I'm whole glad, nother wormhole. <laughs> I'm glad you debunked that. But the honest truth is like, we, we're all feeling it. And the reason why we're feeling anxiety is because we've, we've convinced ourselves that the worst possible scenario is going to take place. Isn't that right, Savannah? 
Yeah, it definitely is truth for sure. <laughs> and, so, and so now we start acting like it, right? So even if I have a low GPA, whether I have a 2.4 GPA, whether I have a yeah. 2.0 or whether I have a 4.0, there, there, there's a false belief that we create in our heads as humans, forget being a pre-PT, as a human being, where we tell ourselves the worst possible scenario is going to happen and we believe it. We believe it so much so that we actually lose sleep for it. Like it, it affects us physiologically. Like the last two times I've been sick, I think has been more stress and anxiety. Like, like it, it affects you in so many different ways. And so it's understanding that that is normal to begin with, but that is, does not have to be something that you have to like just accept. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so yeah. Whether, whether that means getting like assistance from that through like means of handling the issues that are going on because for me i had to just almost assess those things or even if it means getting professional help those are not things that you have to just let be um because they're they are holding you back as a pre-pt um from getting accepted into a program now tell us about like the accepted system because that, that that's the coaching program you got into why was that the program you chose and how did it help you solve the problem that you had, which was really isolation, feeling alone. And I, and I don't know how many pre-PTs are listening right now that really just feel alone as pre-PT applicants. And also a lot of the other fears that you had and anxiety and, and all that. How did it help you solve that problem? Yeah, so I talked a little bit about how I discovered the pre-doc page and I was searching for community and a blueprint and what I found is the accepted system. And I joined because I wanted in on everything I was seeing that it could give me. And I came out with so much more than I ever thought I would. And it's been absolutely awesome. But the biggest thing the accepted system did for me, I mean, really, honestly, I could talk for a long time about what it all gave me, but <laughs> that blueprint that I was talking about earlier, yes, you get that getting in there, but there is so much more available to you. So I actually became a part of a family. And because I was a part of a family, that meant I had people that were encouraging me, that were pushing me, that were basically squelching all of those fears and the anxieties I faced. My questions were being answered. I no longer felt lost. I actually felt like I understood what I was doing and why I was pursuing PT that even helped me redefine that. Uh, everything the system gave me was what I needed and then some. <laughs> I got a new mindset, which I know you guys have heard them talk about a little bit here and there. And that was the foundation of what gave me the rest because they give you every resource you could possibly need to get into PT school. Now you just got to use them. Mm. And we were just talking about those insecurities, those fears, and those anxieties. And the truth of the matter is, the only person that can keep you from getting accepted is yourself. So what you're telling me is that even if I don't have a 4.0, it's still myself? You, you sure it's not my GPA? 100%. Even if I have a 2.4, don't you know somebody that had a 2.4 GPA? I sure do, we're good friends. And he is in PT school right now. Hmm, okay, okay. So it's not my GPA, okay, great. What about my anxiety? Like. What about that? Now, I'm not going to say that just goes away because that's not true. That's not how life works. Mm -hmm. However, there are ways to work through that. And there are people. The thing is, guys, you should not feel like you ever have to go through any of this alone. And when you have other people around you, supporting you, encouraging you, anxiety creeps in 
when we start to allow ourselves to isolate from the others around us, and then when we start believing those lies we were telling about ourselves about before with the worst case scenario. So if you're plugging yourself in and locking yourself into community and being open about what you're going through, what's happening, anxiety doesn't even have a chance. Mm. Now, I am going to say that I do think anxiety is, it's a big deal and something I've struggled with for a very long time. And if you do feel you need to get professional help, that should never be something that is negative. I don't know why that exists in our culture that there's a negative stigma around yeah. getting help for mental health, yeah. but that's another avenue too. But I think for me, what I've learned is that as soon as you start pulling yourself out of community, that's when you allow anxiety, self-doubt, and fear to re-enter into your life. But if you're plugging in and you're actively involved in the mentorship sandwich, which we can talk about more later, then you don't really even have an option to continue to experience that, at least not to the level where it's going to impede you from growth or continuing to pursue your dreams. Wow. What's a mentorship sandwich? So you said a mentorship sandwich. <laughs> yeah. What is that? And, and, and so, how can that help me if I'm a pre-PT? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is just a life thing. This doesn't even have to be physical therapy focused, but yeah. a mentorship sandwich, let's just break it down. So you need to be in the middle. You need to be the meat <laughs> and you need to have someone above you and someone below you so that some person above you needs to be feeding you and serving you and you need to be learning from them. And that could be the PTs you're shadowing. That could be your coaches in the accepted system. That could be an SPT that you know and are good friends with. Uh, you need someone that you're learning from and then you need to take what you're learning and serve others with that. And I feel like a lot of people, since we are in the pre in the pre doc page with physical therapy, most people are here because they want to serve people. Guys, you can't serve others if you're not being served and you're not growing yourself. So that mentorship sandwich, that is a key component to not only your personal development and your personal growth now as a person and in the future as a clinician, but it's also what's going to help you through this whole process of getting into PT school. And that's what the accepted system did for me. I got a coach when I first came into the program who was feeding me. And now I am a coach and I'm feeding the next generation that's coming in. And it is an absolutely amazing experience. And now that I'm a coach, my mentor, I'm an intern. I still have that mentorship role that never left. Wow. Here's the thing that I hope they heard when you explained all that because I was beautifully, beautifully stated, um, is, is that like, like mentorship collapses time, right? So what happens is now, like for you, like with, with, with all the different mentors you have, what you end up learning collapses your experience time. So you don't have to make a lot of the same mistakes they did, right? So, so if, if, yeah. if, let's, say for, <laughs> let's say I'm your mentor, let's say you have like a, another physical therapist who's your mentor or Greg Tot, like whoever it is, they've had experiences that actually collapse your time. So what you end up like learning in that amount of time, they've taken years to acquire or they've learned from their mentors. And so it's trickling down. So what happens is it allows you to get there faster. That's yep. really what it does. Now kind of taking a little bit of a bird's eye view, I think one thing that most of us as pre-PTs are like, man, like one thing that's kind of hard some days to see is the day that I'll actually get my letter of acceptance. Cause right now the things that are in between me and that, yeah 
might be, I'm still waiting to hear back from schools. I'm currently waitlisted. I am currently still and, taking my GRE. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm not even applying until 2020. And, and I just feel stuck. Like, so so the, the day I get accepted really isn't something that right now feels as like tangible as when I get it. Not realizing that it's actually important for us to see that day way before it happens. So tell us about your acceptance day. Like what happened the day you got to <laughs> PT school? Like talk us through that. And then, and then at the end, I'm actually going to have you give them like your words of wisdom. One last thing that you want to share with the pre-PTs that are listening based on, like from everything you've learned throughout this journey, throughout watching your other, like people you've mentored, people that have mentored you, like what is the key thing that you would want to share with them? But before we get to that, I, I just want to like hear about the day you got accepted into PT school. What did that look like? Uh, walk us through it. All right. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm going to tell you the good, bad, and the ugly, and then I'm going to tell you the awesome part that yeah. follows. So the morning I received my acceptance letter, I actually was contacted by a fellow student in the accepted system who had also applied to the same program as me, stating she had gotten in and she had just heard back. Now, what you guys don't know is she had interviewed a week and a half after me and had basically completed everything a week and a half after me. And so that was a moment where I started having all of those anxiety feelings and self-doubt starting to creep in because I isolated myself. And I was really struggling with it. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm not enough. Maybe there's something's wrong with my application. And I actually took a moment and just said, pause. Mm. And I sat down in my recliner in my chair and just said, you know what, Lord, if this is really what you have opened the door for me to continue to do, I am going to release this to you and just trust that you will make this happen. And the moment I finished my prayer, I got the call. All right. And so I was literally floored when that happened. The timing, like I can't, there's just no words for that. I got that phone call and I screamed <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to keep, keep it cool and keep it professional. And as soon That's as I mean. hung up, I'm, yeah, you know, I did my best. And I was alone. I was alone at home and I yeah. had the dog, we were dog sitting. And then the moment I hung up that phone call, I ran. <laughs> I had my arm in the air and I was just dancing <laughs> like I didn't care. And I was yelling and screaming. The dog was freaking out. She had no idea what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so excited on cloud nine. And then of course I had to tell everyone. So that's a little piece into my acceptance day. But I just, I have to tell you the first part because that's true for all of us. And the moment you start comparing your story, like that's, it's so unhealthy. It's never going to help you. It's only going to hurt you. And as soon as I was able to let that go and give away the comparison, that's when I was able to actually enjoy the moment and be able to receive my acceptance. And yeah, I started school in three and a half weeks. <laughs> you finished like it's the holidays nuts. and then it's just the beginning, but, but, but it, it, it's very well deserved. One thing for, for, for anyone either watching this or listening to this live and then Savannah's going to give us her words of wisdom to like there's one exercise that I would like y'all to do right there, there's one exercise that whether it's once a week once a day there's one exercise that every pre-pt needs to participate in regardless of where you're at on your journey and and that exercise usually kind of feels weird because it only happens one time in real life 
And here's what the exercise is. What I want you guys to do is I want you guys to block off three to five minutes every single day. If you're like, Joseph, I don't have three to five minutes to give to you. Cool. Like wake up three to five minutes earlier. Like you can do it. I believe in you. Or I'll just do it while you're eating your breakfast. But, but I want you to block off three to five minutes every day or every other day. And I actually want you to picture the day you get accepted into PT school. And I know it sounds crazy, but but so Sarah just told y'all like her dog was nearly losing. Like, see, look at that, Doctor. <laughs> you know, she you gotta speak it into existence, she, guys. She envisioned it, but 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 here's the thing: M many times we hear picture it, envision it, and we're usually thinking, "Oh, that's a bunch of flighty stuff." Mm -mm. Everything you choose to believe leads to certain actions. Everything you choose to believe leads to certain actions. So what's something I believe? Well, I believe that I'm a good husband. So it leads to good actions. Like, like if I, or I believe that my wife deserves the world. So I'm actually, so everything you believe leads to certain actions. If I feel like I, if I believe I don't deserve something, then I'm going to act like it. If I don't feel like I deserve to be a physical therapist because of maybe it's my GPA that's leading me to believe that I don't deserve it. Well, I'm actually going to act like it. And it's the actions that hold you back from ever having a shot. Don't get it twisted. That was gold, Joseph. I hope they hear you. I, I, I hope they're hearing me right now. Because I think what happens is we spend so much energy, y'all, like... I think our season five for the acceptance system, we talked about this. Y'all, like when you're spending so much energy every day, like, and I know this because I'm getting a lot of messages from pre-PTs and, and we love serving y'all, but I want y'all to start like telling yourself a different story. We, we spend so much time like pondering what happens when everything goes wrong. We spend so much time pondering what will happen when I get rejected? We spend so much time pondering what will happen when I retake the GRE again and it doesn't work out in my favor. We spend so much time pondering now the fact that my classmates gotten in, I'm not gonna get in because I have, I kind of like you, I interviewed earlier, like it should have worked out in my favor. Well, yeah. I spent so much, it, the equivalent of that is like literally sitting in y'all's car, go inside your car one time, keep the keep the emergency brake on and you just like like gas it where's the car going nowhere when you spend your energy focusing on the things that could go wrong you actually end up like you're wasting a whole lot of it, like energy for no reason so what happens is like if i go to my car and every single day i'm like revving it but i'm not even going anywhere well the honest truth is that car's lifeline is actually going to diminish so for you, when you're spending your energy every single day saying, oh my goodness, this is going to go wrong. Well, your actions actually show it. So you actually end up draining yourself so much faster. And then you convince yourself falsely that you can't do it. So what happens is a lot of pre-PTs end up pulling the plug. I don't care what your GPA is, y'all. A lot of pre-PTs end up pulling the plug. But if you're able to say, I'm willing to give hey, this is for those that are serious, right? I'm willing to give myself five minutes, three to five minutes every day. And I actually want to like, almost like, if you got to close your eyes, I want to almost like think about the day that I'm going to get in. Like, what am I going to be wearing? 
when the email comes in, like, what am I having for dinner that night? Who am I going to wait to have around before I open it up? What's my first reaction going to be? Because it's happening. It's going to happen. And I don't say that just to motivate y'all for no reason. I say that because it's just like, it's like, listen, if, if, if y'all don't have a GPA that's lower than a 1.7, please, like, like, don't tell me you can't have it. Because I, I know someone who, who's done that. If you're struggling with anxiety, please don't believe that it can't happen. Those things are real. The anxiety, the stress, the fear, those things are real. But don't, don't, don't lie to yourself and convince yourself that it's not feasible. The question you should be asking yourself is, how is it possible? Who do I need to start asking? Who do I need to start talking to? Who do I need to start putting myself around? I feel isolated. Who do I need around me? I feel like I'm isolated physically. Okay, who can I find virtually? I feel like my story is the only one. Okay, great. Like, can I find other people? You guys have a platform here where we're just going to give them to y'all. But I don't want you to like, like lie to yourself and tell yourself that all of a sudden you either don't deserve it or this isn't going to happen because you've been revving your engine and not going anywhere. You've been telling yourself a story that does not serve you. That makes sense, Savannah? Uh, I, I, I hope somebody heard it. But the last thing, Savannah, is now kind of looking back, you're three weeks out from starting PT school. Um, what's a word of wisdom that you have for the pre-PT listeners that are holding on to everything you're saying that would love, like, like that are in the same position you were in, whether it's feeling isolated, whether it's feeling anxious, whether it's the waiting game and they're still waiting to hear back from the schools and their friends again. Like, what is one piece of advice that you could give to every single one of them um, now being able to look at it from the rear view mirror? I think one of the biggest things, you guys, is reach out. We are not meant to go through this life alone. And I know my story isn't unique. I know there's someone out there that's listening to this right now who has felt the same way I've felt at least at one time or another. And the reality of it is, you guys, is the biggest piece of wisdom. And this doesn't just come from me. Baylor has an awesome program where the cohort above us actually has a video grid that was given to us upon acceptance of what they wish they would have known in the position I am in now. Wow. And I can tell you right now, at least 80% of those videos told me that we need, we need people. They said, do not try to go through this alone. Do not try to go through PT school alone. And you know, guys, that's true for you now. You do not need to feel alone or isolated or in a place where you're allowing those self-doubts and anxieties to start to take control of this journey that you're on. Please reach out. Please talk to, my door's always open. Please talk to Joseph or Casey. If you want in on something that is absolutely incredible, like the community acceptance system and you have questions about it, reach out, ask, figure out what's available to you and be resourceful take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you. That's my big thing, Joseph. They just, you got to take action. <laughs> if you want things to change, you got to take action. 
even better yet, as a pre-PT, just realize that you're not a victim. That's very true too. Yeah. And as a victim, the, the story we tell ourselves is, I'm bound to not get it for yeah. this reason. I'm bound to not get it to PT school because my grades are too low. I'm bound to not get it to PT school because I'm too old. Yeah, I'm about to debunk that. I'm debunking all y'all myths. Like, like over the next two months, we're debunking every pre-PT myth you might have by just showing the people that have done it. But honestly, this maybe you're saying like to yourself that you're too old, right? Maybe you've gone down a different career path and you're coming back and you're not traditional. Maybe you're telling yourself, man, I'm not smart enough. Maybe you're telling- That was me. Yeah, maybe- And I have a 4.0 GPA. Everyone else would say opposite. But that's what I was choosing to believe. Got it. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's I'm telling myself I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm telling myself that 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 there's actually someone else I know that is like a better candidate, and that just means that I'm not like we we play ourselves so much. But those are lies. They're lies that come with insecurities. They're lies that come with like maybe what we've been told by advisors. That's honestly why I always say, yo, if your advisor's telling you stuff, it's usually because they. They, they've never been through it. Like, I'm not trying to be mean to advisors. I just say the truth and I'm just not afraid to say it. But the honest truth is it's, it's understanding. Like you, like if, if this is the profession you want, if this is the profession you want, take ownership of your acceptance. Now the question is, how do I take ownership of my acceptance, Joseph? How do I take ownership of my acceptance, Savannah? Like, sounds cute, sounds cool. Well, the honest truth is like, it, 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 it's being able to have clarity on the steps you should be taking. That's honestly why, like, I, I don't know if y'all saw it recently. We released something that y'all can all get right yeah. now and watch the trainings. Go to www.acceptance, with a C-E, navigator.com. www.acceptancenavigator.com. The, the goal is to give y'all the steering wheel to put y'all in the driver's seat, to give you control of your acceptance. But the problem is like, we, because of our fears, because of the things that we struggle with, we end up lying to ourselves and telling ourselves, well, I guess it's not meant for you. We play victim, y'all. I don't want y'all to be victims anymore. If there's anything that the physical therapy profession should be known for is that people that are coming into it, pre-PT that are coming into it, are not victimized. Because y'all, we got too many victims in the world right now. We got too many people that literally feel like they don't have control over their lives. And usually all that means is they don't know the things that they should be knowing to give themselves control. Just because I, I, if I don't know how to drive a car, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'll never be it. Well, I just need to know how to drive it. I just need to have someone that actually shows me how to drive it. So we want y'all to have control. The year of 2020 is about you having control not above control is about you being in the driver's seat, not the passenger seat. So that when all is said and done, when you're on the other side that Savannah's on right now, you can sit there and say, yo, I took advantage of the opportunities that were given to me. I was resourceful. Y'all, the pre-doctor of physical therapy student space, if y'all are like doing your homework, y'all can use this as a resource through and through. Most people are just not resourceful. We wait for excuses to say, well, it didn't work out, so I guess my backup plan. Man, listen, like life is too short. If you're gonna live, if you're gonna live to 70 years old, I'd rather I'd rather use the next year and a half working my tail off doing the right things to live my dream, than living the next 70 years living my backup plan just to appease my parents 
because I wasn't willing to get into the driver's seat or take ownership of whatever I wanted. And if PT is what you want, then get into the driver's seat. And we're trying to help y'all. We want y'all like, and we know that you haven't been shown it. We know that nobody's ever taught it to you. We know that it's, it's not your fault. Like you weren't taught it, but now you don't have like, now you have something that's going to give that to you. And if you feel like the day you get accepted to PT and you're like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure Savannah felt like, wow. Like she was hyped, but she was like, man, I'm being a little harder on myself than I should have. Yeah, that's like my life story. <laughs> yeah. And then you look back and you're like, man, like I, I, I made it kinda, so hard. It didn't have to be I that made, hard. Yeah, I made it harder than I should have. Like <laughs> I was, I was telling myself a different story. And y'all will hear this with lots of other students, but Savannah is a rock star. She's a freaking rock star. And because, because she's taken ownership because she's decided, hey, I wanna learn what it's like, what I need to do to get into the driver's seat of my, like me getting into PT school. Well, she's actually done the same thing for her like, career and life. She's asking the right questions. The question she's asking is, how do I? She doesn't just say, well, I can't. No, she says, okay, cool. So, so maybe I don't know how to do that. Maybe I don't know this part. How do I learn it? Who do I have to put myself around? Those are winning questions. And the people that ask those types of questions always come out on top. Those are the people that are able to build the careers they want. Those are the people that even when they're struggling with their GPA, GRE, all that, they, they can still stand at the top of the mountain and say, yo, I got accepted. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you could take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.